Okay, so can I tell you about the funniest text I've ever received in my entire life? Go for it. That's what we do here on our show is we just start right in the middle of conversation and we get to the point later. Yes. So go and I look at my phone and it says, okay, Shannon, I'm going to ask you something I've wanted to ask you for like a week. And the first thing I think is, what is she going to ask me? Like, what? What on earth? And so my mind's racing to all these things and I'm like, yikes, I'm nervous. Okay. Serious question, though. Like, I really want you to think about it. Because I think it would be fun for us to do together. At that point, I'm like, okay, like we're not ending our friendship or (laughs) like all these things that like I haven't done anything to upset her. You do what I do. I go worst case scenario very first. Always. Always. Me too. Because Mm -hmm. then you're always pleasantly surprised. That's right. She continues. (laughs) Are you ready for it? (laughs) Would you play D&D with me? (laughs) Danae Hughes. So as our listeners know now, it was you. I literally died <laughs> laughing so loud when I got this that my family was watching a movie and they're like, shh. And I'm like, no, no, pause the movie. I got to read you this. I like, when you sent me that text, I'm like, what did I do? Did I upset her? Because, you know, you've been really busy in life lately. I've been busy. So we haven't had as much connect time as we normally do. I'm like, is she going to end our podcast? Is she going to ask me to quit my job and us go in to work with each other full time? Like, my mind is everywhere. Would you play D&D with me? And I can see you. I can literally see the look on your face as you're sending it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. It was hilarious. It was like one of the best text messages I've ever gotten. I just love that while you're talking about this text message, which I loved sending, I also was cracking up as I was sending it um, in the background. I don't know if you could hear it on the show or not. Maybe if you're like not driving or you're not working out right now and it was really quiet and you had your headphones turned all the way up, you might have heard the printer in the background. I'm actually printing off a character sheet for Shannon um, because you said yes. I did say yes. Okay. Listen, I whether or not you even know what Dungeons and Dragons is, care, think it's evil, whatever. We'll get to that here in just a second. Because right. Now, this is not what the show is about today. Let's just be very specific. Right. We're not going to spend the entire episode talking about this. So don't worry. This is just our conversation right now. Um, I hope that you have a kind of friend in your life that would jump into something totally out of their element because they know how much joy it would bring you. Yes. Because your text back to me that this is this is the exact quote. For you, I would totally try it. I think I would be really bad at it, but for you just to see you do this, I'm in. Guys, yeah. I don't care what it's about. It could be basket weaving. It could be <laughs> yodel class. I don't know. But to have a friend that would just jump in, yes. I I love you. And I think that's why I got really emotional thinking about Aww. you earlier. Just just to have a friend that would just join you in your fun. Yeah. So um I think I'm gonna end up messing the whole game up for everybody. Like I have no idea what I just committed to. Which is why this is gonna be so great. <laughs> but I love seeing this part of you where I'm you so are lit. so excited. Like I'm I so think lit. you walking me through this is more exciting than you playing the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. Well, you know, when you have a friend that's gonna do something fun with you, even right. though you have no idea and you could be terrible at it, but that's the fun part is that you could make decisions that will totally mess everything up about the game. Completely. I'm really nervous about that. That's Letting the fun people of it. down and no. and then I found out who's in this group and I know these people <laughs> and I'm like, so I'm just that makes me feel a little safer as far as if I screw it all up, oh, they'll love a me deal. a little more it's because a game. it's they, a game. It's a game. It's not the end of the but world. But some people take their fun. games really, really seriously. That is true, but I'm but I'm not gonna take it seriously. In fact, the whole point would be, you know, just to have a good time with it. So we'll okay. get down the road. If we're not having a good time with it, we'll just stop. Okay. That's the that's the I fun think part. it's crazy that both of you and I are in the height of the busiest times of our life. We literally just went through and cleared our schedules of things. And now, and now we're, we're going to spend six hours a month <laughs> playing Dungeons and Dragons together. <laughs> I read this comment um, from, it was on a, a, a Reddit thread about games. Okay. And it was this father who said um, that his family was 
growing up was really against D&D because it says Dungeons and Dragons. It just yes. sounds terrible. Oh, I grew up my life, even in California, like, which like it's, it's different evil. there. Hearing yes. this, well, and especially here in the Bible Belt, oh, it's yeah. evil. You're opening portals to the evilness yeah. and, it, and the and imaginative and because there's dragons ma- yeah, and magic. Yeah. and yeah. yeah. So, I mean, some people are very, very turned off by talking about like, you know, like Harry Potter is not okay. And right. Really just anything that involves magic and, and, and imaginative worlds is not okay. I don't, I, I kind of came out of that background too, but um, was not raised to really reinforce that in my life. In fact, like my mom loved reading fantasy books, like uh, th- like a Pern series. I don't remember what, if that was actually what it was called or not. Um, and so I always liked reading like little fantasy novels and stuff. So it's just been part of my imagination world for a long time. Right. I don't think that affects my relationship with God. That's me individually. I don't, if there's anything in my life where I feel like God is pressing into me individually. Hey, I need you to stop doing this because it's not okay. Right. Or you're spending too much time on that over time with me. So I have to look at my life and go, am I having a balanced relationship with the divine? And if if anything is taking more time than connecting to God, I probably would call that into question uh, just because it's a game that has all these elements and conversation in it, I don't think that makes it evil, right? Personally, well, and I'm one of the things that I'm excited about with this is I genuinely have no idea about any of it. I have only heard the things you've talked about. It's evil. It's this. It's that. Um, I haven't said that. I haven't said that the game is evil. Not you. Oh, no, no, oh. no, 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 no. Not you. I, oh, this, I see. These are things that I've heard. Gotcha, I had a gotcha. neighbor I'm like, growing I just up. I wanted to be clear. I oh, have, yeah. No, I'm glad you clarified that. This is the most evil game, and sometimes I want you to I play with me, Shannon. <laughs> sometimes I forget that not everybody's inside my own head. Oh, it's okay. And it's hearing okay. the other part of the conversation I'm having with myself, apparently. You're good. You're good. Whatever. Anyway, so my neighbor growing up, her husband used to spend hours and hours in his garage um, he had like a little shop he area. Built, he built maps. He built. Uh-huh. Yes. He, yeah. And so, uh, we're not doing that. I just want to be clear. We're not going to spend all of our time building maps. Okay. okay. So that <laughs> is what I, I, I guess I had been exposed to. Then I moved here to the Midwest and I would hear all these people talk about how evil, evil it was. So I'm really excited to formulate my own opinions. Me to too. see what it is and to I'm see how too. I feel about it. I Will too. I feel like it opens the door for things it shouldn't? Will well, I not? I don't know. We're going to go on a journey together. We are. Um, in that thread, the father was, he's like, hey, I started playing D&D with my family, even though I was told this was very evil. And I have to say, as a family, we're having so much fun together. We're laughing. We're cracking up. We're problem solving together. And we all want to come to the table and play. And um, so that was a really interesting comment. And then the comments underneath that one, you know, in a forum, you sort of see all the comments to that one. And it was just all these different people who had really good experiences doing something with their friends. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm excited about when I yeah. think about D&D, when I think about this game, this particular kind of gameplay it doesn't have to be D&D. There's a lot of other games that are really similar where you sit around a table as a group of people and you collaboratively go towards a goal. Right. And I love games like that. Right. So this is just one format. We'll try it out. Um, I don't know if you guys are interested in hearing our journey <laughs> into this world. It's a very strange thing for a lot of people. But if you're interested in hearing about it, um, maybe we can record like little updates. And yeah, and I think that would be fun. Do a separate like put it someplace separate so that it's apart from our show or it's like bonus material. Maybe we can post mm. it somewhere. So if you want to hear our journey curious about your feedback there yeah um, please let us know jump on our facebook page or email us speaking of that information i should probably tell you what you're listening to oh uh, because this is going to be a little bit of a different show today <laughs> already it started off a little bit different um this is the picture imperfect podcast uh my name is danae and i'm shannon so we get together every week and we usually have one big topic that we kind of talk about break into smaller pieces um, and try to just figure out how to talk about th- 
life yeah. uh, with a goal of becoming better people, not perfect people. Right. We share our own stories. We share our own humanity um, in such a way of humor and honesty where we hope it encourages you to just break down those unrealistic expectations of self yes, and build a better community about being more realistic. So that's kind of the purpose right. of the show. And if you've listened to the previous episodes, you'll see that same pattern, big topic. And then we'll have like a little mini sode and talk about how it went, maybe update on a challenge that mm-hmm. we did or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then a big topic and then a mini sode. Mm-hmm. Today though, we're going to break all of what we've done in the past. We're going to completely wipe the slate and we're going to do something have you ever heard of a deep dive shannon do you know i've heard that term so that's kind of what today's show is going to be free for all deep dive that kind of a concept where shannon and i are just going to kind of go back to our roots in a Mm, way mm -hmm. and start talking about life and sharing stories and see where the conversation takes us we sometimes call this bunny trailing, but we're actually going to make a whole show about the bunny trail called Mm. deep dive. And here's what we're going to do. Okay. You ready? (laughs) I'm ready. Cause I love when you have new ideas. (laughs) It gets me so excited. I'm like, where is she going? Just wanted to start something new. We're going to try it out. See if it works. Okay. See if we like it. If we don't like it, we don't ever have to do it again. It's our show. We can do what we want. We can. And so we need your feedback on this friends. Please make sure that you tell us what you think about this format. So the idea, and I've seen people do this on like YouTube, essentially, Mm. where they go on an internet deep dive. You start with one question that leads to this, that leads to this. Yes, I love that. That's our life when we talk. That's what we do. It really is. And truly is. Yeah. So, for example, we started off today just talking about D&D so that Mm -hmm. it might lead to other games that we like to play or things like that. So we have to start with something fresh and new. I say something apart from D&D because maybe some of our listeners are like, that was really uncomfortable to listen to. Maybe you love it. I don't know. But we'll just start fresh and boom. So here's the new space that we're in. What's the first thing that pops into your mind? I thought of gummy bunnies. I don't know why. Probably because I just said bunny trail and I'm hungry. <laughs> Do you know Annie's gummy bunnies? <laughs> My com? oldest daughter would immediately say, no way. If it's organic, it's not going to taste good. Because <laughs> she had organic mac and cheese once. And oh, no. she was so highly disappointed. And this is my daughter who she works out six days a week. She eats very clean and healthy, is very conscious of caring for her body but she had a really bad experience with annie's mac and cheese white cheddar thinking it was just gonna taste like the real deal it's a little bit more bland i have had their organic one um but i would highly recommend that she tries these gummy bunnies because they are so good and they're really oh they're so good they're just really expensive compared to other things that you can get like one box of five pouches is like four or five dollars whoa that is expensive. Yeah, but and and the problem is, is that the pouches don't have a lot inside of them, mm-hmm. so it's like one big bite and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I really like that they're made of um, more organic type things. I'm gonna buy some and try them. Yeah, I mean their ingredients aren't aren't too bad. I could read the ingredient list. I don't know that you want to. Like, is that the worst idea ever? Hey guys, I have a great idea. Let's look at um, this product and just read you. Uh, ingredient lists for the entire show yeah i think we'd lose people i think we may already have (laughs) (laughs) hello are you there does that spark anything to go down the next bunny trail do you understand the concept we're just going to keep going deeper and deeper like the next random thing to see where it goes yeah i mean that makes me think about how much i like great value gummy bears not harbro gummy bears great value great value the store literally the store brand gummy bears now these are not organic at all and they're just terrible for you but they're delicious they have the most flavorful gummy taste to them (laughs) i absolutely love them when i send sean to get me gummy bears i'm always like hey make sure you get great value and he's like i'll buy you the name brand i'm like i don't want the name brand they don't taste as good as the great value ones and i even told my students that so we did a little experiment once and i was right they're fantastic. They're softer, they're chewier, and they're more flavorful than the store, the name brand. Number one ingredient, corn syrup. That's probably why. Number two, sugar. And uh, then yes. gelatin. We're, okay, so now go to the Harbro ones and see. Uh, then you want me to do Hasbro? 
Is it Hasbro? It's not Hasbro. Hasbro is toys. That's toys. What is it? Did you say Har- Hasbro? Harbro, Har- I think. Habro, Harbro. Gummy. Corn syrup, sugar, and gelatin. So same. Hmm. I bet it's just different ways that they cook it. Yeah, something because there is they have, a genuine taste difference. They have a uh, beeswax coating on theirs. That is makes that sense. what makes them hard? Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I don't like that. I don't like that they're so hard. Mm, I love... Have you ever gotten honey in the jar with like a... What's it called? Nobody can see your hands right I know. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it's called. The, the little round thing, the dipper? No, it's edible. It's part of their high. The hi- oh, the honeycomb? The comb. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. I don't Have like ever- the comb. You don't like it? I don't like the texture of it. I don't like the the chewy. I've done it, but I don't like that waxy, chewy. Yeah, it's like the weird Halloween candy that was a bottle where you would bite oh, the wax and then yes. drink it. Did you like the bite the wax no, thing? No, I did not. So you're just not a wax lover. I No, I just throw those things away. Even as a kid, I did. I didn't care for the texture of that. And I'll pretty much, I mean, come on, all of our listeners know I'll pretty much eat anything. <laughs> At least once. <laughs> we'll just once. at least try it. <laughs> Speaking of anything, eating anything once, um, I had a so a lot of people that I follow on social media mm-hmm. are from the um, uh, Christian radio realm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of because I I am on radio. Yeah, you're a radio in, personality. In the Christian market. Did you, did you guys know that? Did you know that my friend Danae <laughs> is a radio personality syndicated all over this country? Uh, she is famous. I think. She's so I think, famous. I think. I don't know if famous is something that I should be thankful for or not. <laughs> There's... Yes, weird. you should because you impact people all Thanks. over. That's right. I use my powers for good. That's right. Not evil. So, uh, which is a weird transition into this, which is... <laughs> I, I one of the radio personalities recently said, I just love Gordon Ramsay. Um, and he just was on an episode of, of this YouTube channel where they do like hot wing tasting. OK, so the whole point is that like they're interviewing someone and while they're interviewing, they're, they're having hot wings that get hotter and hotter and hotter mm-hmm. and hotter. And so I was like, oh, interesting. So I click on it and watch it. And it's Gordon Ramsay cussing like. <laughs> The whole time. That's all he ever does. That's but what he's like known for. Amped up. Mm. So I just thought it was interesting that he felt comfortable. I wonder if he watched an edited version where it wasn't as much cussing. I don't know because I can't imagine ever linking a public audience to a yeah. video that's like, I I am not saying that cussing offends me. Right. Most of the time, actually, it doesn't offend me. Right. I would say nine out of ten times. I'm not bothered by cussing. Yeah, me But either. something about Gordon, like... He is intense. I Now, I love Gordon Ramsay. Right. He's, I kind of crush on him, and my family knows that. My husband knows that. Um, I think what I love about him is his strong personality. I oh, just like yeah. strong men, and I like that he just speaks his mind. And it, it, it's he was he was someone that I was enjoying until a recent interview that he did, where I think he was a little bit rude to a woman. Not a little bit. I think um, I think he was he was rude. Maybe not realizing that. Well, he's rude. There's sensitivity in to it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like you can be rude about food, but if you start to um, belittle someone because they're a curvaceous woman, oh, that's not cool. And I don't know that he's meaning to belittle, but it definitely came across yeah. that way. Don't so, you hate when celebrities do things like that where you just, you really like them and then they open their mouth and they say something that you're like, yeah. and now I lost all my respect for you. People can be disappointing. That yes. is so true. But to circle back real quick, would you try, do you like hot wings? Just That's why I, that's love why I hot thought wings. of it. Because you're like, I'll try anything. And then I was yes, thinking. Yes, I love hot wings. I don't like hot wings. Why? I don't know. Is oh, it the mess? Oh. Um, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like hot wings with the bone in. You like boneless. Yeah. But are those really hot wings? They I don't really think not. so. Because no, it's not really imposters. a wing. It's no. like, it's like a hot meat chunk. <laughs> It's a it's a hot nugget. <laughs> it's a hot nugget. <laughs> hot nugget. Okay, so we've had a, a nice little series of bunny trails here. We can go off of continuing on the food route, or we can circle back to celebrities that have can, let us down. Can I tell you something real quick about food that I discovered? That we're going I down the love. food trail just for well, you can't start food and then expect me to just stop this so is, quickly. This is a place for you to shine. If yes. you haven't listened to previous episodes and you don't know, Shannon's love of food 
is massive. It is massive. So I tried a new recipe this week that I just threw together myself. I'm sure there's tons of recipes out there like this. So I'm not claiming to be the person that was like, oh, I discovered something new. I discovered something new that I love. So my new obsession right now is spaghetti squash. Do you know how fantastic it is? Have you eaten it? I have. And I really enjoy it. Basically, oh you gosh. you bake the squash to where it gets really soft on the inside. Mm-hmm. And then because of how it's kind of stringy texture, mm-hmm. you can kind of take a big fork or something and you just start scooping it out. Yes. And you need to use a fork, not a spoon. Right. Because then it'll melon ball out. Exactly. If you use a fork, it strips it. And then the texture is kind of like... Like a pasta. Like a pasta. It is like a pasta. And it's really, really impressive how much food you're able to get out of the flesh of it. Like I was... You can... So you go buy this small little spaghetti squash. And so I've got a family of five. And I think, man, spaghetti squash was on sale this last week. 79 cents a pound. So that's a great deal. It's a great way. I'm all about frugality and feeding my family healthy and within budget and that's a big passion of mine and so I get this and I get it home and it's been a long time I love squashes and I've been obsessed with butternut squash so I'm like I'm gonna try this spaghetti squash and see what happens it's been a long time since I've eaten one of these I get it home and I'm like oh my gosh the amount of flesh I pull out of it and so then I had um oh that just made me bunny trail to something else about food. So anyway, so I have all these big, beautiful portobello mushrooms, and I've got white wine, and I've got garlic, and I've Yum. got alfredo. Oh, that sounds good. So I just throw it all in. I'm in the zone of like my happy place of chopping and the, the sounds of the sizzling, and I'm cooking, and I made the best chicken mushroom alfredo like in this garlic wine sauce. Oh, my gosh. Over spaghetti squash and it cost me almost nothing to make this i used all these things that i had in my house that were left over which bunny trails me to this month has been a month of no food waste i will not allow any food waste in my house so that means that everything that's getting ready to be on its way out that we haven't eaten throughout the week i am repurposing into a different meal so i've been making all these fantastic lots of soups shannon you should be doing a video series or blog because i would love to learn more about doing that okay so that's something i've been thinking about because you know megan time my daughter megan does film and media and all that that's like her thing she's in school for and she she just ordered a bunch of equipment and like all these really cool lights and she has cameras and things and so that's something that i've been thinking about and then i go no one would want to watch this but I think so. Like, I would be interested in that because if let's say that I bought the same um, ingredients that you purchased mm-hmm. and was making the food along with you, mm-hmm. I would get to a point where I would not know what to recycle it into, like the creativity to cook. I, I don't yeah. have that, you know, being able to put together the sauce that you described or. You know, just pulling those yeah, things out. Yeah, just finding those little elements like, oh, and going, go okay, together. I have... I can do the wine. Like, I get stuck in the wine idol. If a, if a, if a, a recipe says, you know, get a dry white wine, I'll go to the wine aisle and I'll look for a label that says dry white wine. <laughs> and there isn't any. <laughs> you have to know which ones are dry. And then I'm Googling yeah. what's a dry and then it's just a complicated thing. And then I think I'll just make spaghetti because that I know how to yeah. do. So I think so just to encourage you, maybe that is just something because that recycling is really good for me. It launches me down this thing because yeah. I'm trying to reduce waste in my home in a different way, but similar. Um, yeah. I don't want to continue to get plastics. So when I go through for my um, uh, like my husband, if he goes and he buys produce or anything Mm -hmm. he takes an individual plastic bag for every single one and it drives me nuts you don't have to put your food into a plastic bag there's no rule right at the grocery store that you have to use the plastic bag for every single one it's like a you're talking about those little white plastic bags that when you do the avocados instead of just putting them loosely no it's more for your convenience to keep them from rolling around the car but if you have a bag that you can kind of put them in or you've got some way of like keeping them together or you're just not worried about it yeah you don't have to bring home additional plastic and so i'm super hyper aware Mm -hmm. in fact we were at chick-fil-a 
we're having a unexpected dinner together as a family because my tire blew. He had to come into town to help me out. And then we were there on dinner time and Iris and we were all hungry. So it's like, let's just go to Chick-fil-A. So we do. Mm -hmm. We're sitting down and he's getting ready to take a drink of his drink. And he's like looking around the table for the straw that I didn't get for him because I say straws are not great for the environment. Maybe we can just drink out of our cups. And he just looked at me like, okay, foreign person. Okay, alien (laughs) Well, but here, let me play devil's advocate. If you're someone that enjoys drinking out of a straw, like I enjoy drinking a carbonated drink out of a straw. Not any other drink. Carbonated, but I also recycle those things. And like, I'll get one Sonic cup with ice water in at the beginning of the week. And I will fill that up myself and drink out of that all week long. So... Hmm. I know I'm bad at stuff too I'm not great at it but I'm more aware like oh yeah. we don't have to have a straw or we can bring our own straw mm-hmm. because metal straws are becoming very very popular mm-hmm. um, I don't like the feeling of those on my teeth they get cold they just it feels I feel like it it shoots like aluminum or something in my teeth I don't know I oh. it's probably all in my head oh you mean like you're drinking you feel like you're drinking metal yeah, like it, it hurts my teeth I don't know why it hurts I think my it's teeth. because the cold that comes through the metal oh can you hear our excitement to have these random conversations yes. I'm like so lit these are right the now things that, these are the things that we do when we're just sitting on the phone and we're like hey so let me get back to my food waste so <laughs> okay. I, I'm this sorry. is a really big deal because since I've started working full-time I have had more food waste in my life than I ever did when I was home full time because I had more time in my life to utilize what was around me. And, you know, you have those days where you're tired and you're like, man, I'm not going to do that. And then the meat goes bad and you got to throw it away. And and so I was really struggling with the conviction of I need to be a better steward of this part of my life. And that's I'm throwing money away. I may as well just be burning the dollars. So I decided in January, I didn't tell anybody. It was just a personal thing within myself. That way, if I didn't meet the challenge, no one would know it. And I was like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't fail. Um, I would just privately fail. And I was like, I am going to not throw anything away in the freezer or the refrigerator or the pantry. I am going to figure out how to use it. So Um, I made a kale chicken and mushroom soup last week and I made a cream soup that was absolutely fantastic because I had mushrooms that I needed to use. I had a bag of kale getting ready to go and I'm like, okay, what do I do with this ginormous bag of kale? Well, you put it into a soup and it cooks down so you use a lot more of it. It's a great place to, to utilize it. And I made the cream healthy. I took coconut cream and coconut water and whipped it together and that was the cream inside the soup and it was it didn't break apart fantastic no it was literally i think one of the best soups i've ever made um i brought it to work i gave it to students i gave it to coworkers. they were all like that's amazing it was so good that i was like i need to write down what i did i did good Um, so yeah so i in fact i can totally post that um So then I had, like, I buy the big bag of mixed vegetables at Sam's just for convenience, carrots, broccoli, um, cauliflower, and then I buy the big thing of coleslaw because I use it in our tacos and things throughout the week. So I had all that getting ready to go bad. I made a detox soup using all of that, and I've got people at work hooked on it. Like, I am doling out frozen soup because then I froze it all. Well, are you getting anything back in trade? No. Well, then you're... Just the happiness in my heart to feeding people food that they're enjoying eating from me. I actually get that. There's nothing that is quite as wonderful as watching somebody just devour your food yes they just enjoy it especially like i can imagine for you it would be even more because you're making up these recipes Mm -hmm. versus me i'm following an existing recipe so like it would be really different to make your own and then it comes out super good and yeah speaking of that i know you're busy in life right now but i'm still waiting for the ham and beans uh girl i have it in my refrigerator (gasps) and i meant to bring it today and i apologize dang it but the reason that you're waiting on the ham and beans is because you said that you're going to bring me ham hock and i didn't my so. mom, mom, if you're listening, mom. you never gave me that ham hock. And it's your look, fault. It's your fault. Actually, <laughs> I'm just I, I went and got I'm some totally at kidding. the store and then I, I I just made my my next round of ham and beans. Um, I've oh, been eating, you make good ham and I've beans. I've been eating it way too much. Okay, pause. Whew. All right, stop. Just for a second. Just for a second. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. This is the I first time again. we've been doing the bunny trail like hardcore thing for an entire show. <sighs> so let's just take a deep breath okay. for a second. That way y'all can just... 
catch up with us. We've probably lost them all by now. We've talked about gummy bears, candy, Gordon Ramsay, nuggets, uh, waste in our home, environmental awareness. <laughs> like we've just gone, <laughs> we've gone through quite a bit. Um, what I'm doing is I'm like kind of keeping notes as we yeah. go. So I've got a question. So it's going to circle back into that. Okay. Um, where is your favorite place to keep notes? How do you keep notes? Do you, do you use an app? Do you use paper? Do you keep I it have in your two head? Different note apps that I use. You look guilty. Why are you looking guilty or like sad? Because this, it's a real problem. I uh, keep notes on a yellow legal pad, but the but problem is, is I have eight of them. So then I don't know which yellow legal <laughs> pad I put the notes. So I spend a lot of inefficient time going through. I had to call Paige the other day looking for notes on, I'm like on the yellow legal pad. She's like, which one? And I hear like thumbing through, thumbing through. And she's like, mom, it's not on any of them. She's like, you had your other yellow legal pad in my classroom yesterday. Sure enough, there it was on a bookcase. And I, so this is something I'm internally struggling with right now is I got to get it together. Like I keep a lot of notes in a lot of places and I spend a lot of wasted dead time trying to find them. And then on my productivity app, (laughs) I also keep them in... What's your productivity app? Trello and Wonderless. Yep. Okay. So I have them there too as well. So I want you to feel okay because I keep notes in Google Keep. And then now I have, because I am trying out the note again, I bought the newest note that came out the phone. Okay. Um, When I pull my pen out of my phone, the Samsung note thing pops up. So then I just scribble my notes there. Then I have about 30 post-it notes that I just keep in a pile. Oh, I do keep post-it notes too. I have a moleskin thing. I have about six notepads with random pieces of paper. So please don't feel bad. Oh, and then sometimes I open up a Gmail mm-hmm. and then I'll write a, a to-do list. And so mm-hmm. then it's in my drafts of my Gmail. My next phase that I really hope I can get to as I try to rein in all of the different outlets, because mm-hmm. it is it is a time waste. Yeah, it's a huge time waste. It's super inefficient. It is. As I'm really hoping to come up with a system. And mm-hmm. so, but for right now... <laughs> Somehow I'm keeping it together. I don't know how. I don't so yeah, don't feel bad. I do too. I just think of the time and the yeah. mental energy exhausted. Like when I'm like, okay, I know I especially at work because I'll grab I'll be walking into a meeting, I'll grab a yellow legal pad, I'll write it down. And in the type of job I do, it's fast paced, ever changing, right. moving from one thing to another all the time. So then I'll lay that down, go do something else come back, grab a yellow pad to go into a meeting. And then at some point when I sit down to gather my thoughts of, okay, I'm planning this event, this, that, the other. Right. You need to find your notes. What pad is that on? Or when my boss says, well, Mm. hey, when we met last week and talked about this and I'm like, hang on, I wrote that down. But then you can't find it. So it's it's an inefficiency. I have a thought for you. If you flip over the pad, you have this nice big blank um, cardboard on the back. Yeah. What if you just take a Sharpie and you just wrote meeting on the back of it? That's a good idea. So that way you can see grab the meeting pad. Right. I don't know I don't know if that'd be helpful or not, but I just thought of that. You know, organization does not come naturally to my personality. It's something that I have worked really 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 hard at for many many years and I'm proud of where I'm at. I'm definitely not there, but like my husband can attest to where I'm at from when we met to now is like I'm like a totally different person, but I still have so much farther to go in it. And in it's things like this. This is where I revert back to my old habits of like, why do you have that chaos of you've got this, you've got this. Why can't I have just one nice notebook and put it back in the same spot like I do the scissors in the house or something else? So it's a new habit I need to work on. But at the same time, um, you're at least trying. You're at least aware of it. And sometimes quote-unquote inefficient systems work for people and I remember when we first started talking kind of about systems and I was introducing you to Trello and calendars and just various ways of trying to 
introduce some organization systems that will help you be more efficient later on if you right. start using them. What was this? Like eight years ago, you started this with me. Yeah. But we start off by going, where are you? Like, what do you like? Because some people are extremely efficient by writing things down. Mm-hmm. So if you prefer to write things down, what does that system look like for you? So for example, if it's easy to just pick up a notepad, if you store them all face down instead of uh, right side up, well, the mm-hmm. writing side up, mm-hmm. and you store them all face down where you see like the title of that notepad, then you're not immediately face to face with a whole bunch of scribble that has to be figured out. You're face to face with an organizational system. That's I'm going to try that. Do you? That's flashing my memory. Do you remember a few years ago when you were trying the system of Manila folders? Yes, with notes inside of them. I loved that system for about three days. Um, what I did was I took two manila folders. I stapled them together so that whenever you opened up the fol- uh, the folder, there were like four sections inside of it. And because I use sticky notes all the time, I could basically move the sticky notes around inside these folders. So they were right. kind of in one organized place. I need to get stronger sticky notes because they would kind of fall out, which is why I stopped using it. But okay. I really liked the idea of it. And then I created another master folder. I remember that. Where I like drew on it and it was really, really nice. But then I didn't want to use it and mess it up. And that's my problem. My problem is sometimes I get a really cool organizational thing. And I don't want to use it. Mm-hmm. Like that cool paper. I don't want to use it. It's so mm-hmm. pretty. Mm-hmm. So if you look over here in the studio on the back of this door mm-hmm. i bought this from do you know who john acuff I do. is okay I do. so he, this is his calendar system okay i purchased it because i follow his blog and he loves it and it's mm-hmm. one shot of the entire year it helps you be organized mm-hmm. is there anything on it no why it's so pretty i don't want to mess it up and write on it what is wrong with me <laughs> <laughs> what is you know it's funny me i we have a calendar similar to this at school <sighs> but it's filled in I've noticed that, but I've never noticed that you haven't written anything on it. Just yesterday, uh, my radio partner, Aaron, and I were talking about all the travel that we have coming up. And he pointed over to it and he said, it would be really nice to be able to see that on the calendar, which is one of my responsibilities as the director of our studio to kind of manage that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I asked myself on the drive home, why am I not? writing anything on it and then i realize it's that weird thing Interesting. that happens to me sometimes i'll realize i'm literally not using something because mm-hmm. i don't want it to not look good anymore is that so strange mm. i just need to take a sharpie over to it and like mark it once and then it's over well can't you is it one of those calendars that you can use like an expo marker so that you can erase it with alcohol like your i whiteboard? don't know i don't it know it looks like it it does look like it's a little it's got a sheen to it yeah i feel like you could but here's the point the point is is you find a system that works and if i never use this calendar this isn't working for me but right. if you look at my digital calendar on google calendar i have it on lockdown I've got a system for every type of calendar and I have about, and this is, I don't think I'm exaggerating. I have eight calendars yeah. that I no, manage right them. now. I know. And I've so, seen them. and they'll, some of them are on different accounts and stuff and that might stress somebody out. But for me, I know what it <laughs> you all You manage does. my calendars by I, saying, <laughs> Shannon, fill in your calendar so I can see it. I still don't have that. I know because. But that's okay because it doesn't, if we will just take the path of least resistance. I do like to write things down because I like to cross things off. I'm the person who, if I do something that wasn't on my list, I write it on my list so I can cross it off. Makes me feel accomplished. I love the feeling of crossing mm-hmm. it off. And I do, and I have my moleskin. Um, I make a... When you say moleskin, I think of the stuff that you put on your ankles when you get a blister. Okay, let's change that verbiage then because that's disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> it's called moleskin. <laughs> That's the name of it. It's what? in no legit. It's in my my um cabinet, my medicine cabinet at home. Moleskin. Okay. okay, so I just googled moleskin, and mm-hmm. the number one that comes up are the are the journals. So this is what a moleskin looks like. It's just one of these kind of small handheld. Oh. They're just a smaller now version. Now Google moleskin bandits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> moleskin bandage. All right. What is this thing? Oh, it's like for like little. Like when you have a blister and you need it to really adhere to your skin better than a bandage so it stays there and gives extra added protection. I know this because we went to Washington, D.C. I took a group of students there and we did more walking than I've ever done in my life. And I had a kid with the worst blisters ever. 
And that's what the pharmacist recommended. That's how I learned about moleskin. Number two question on the moleskin bandage website (laughs) is, does the moleskin go on your skin or on your shoe? How would you not know the answer to that one? Well, apparently some people are confused. (laughs) I didn't know, but now I know that if I ever get a blister, you can put this. But why call it molds? Do moles have thick skin? That's what I kind of assumed. Let's find out. <laughs> this so, is... Does a mole have thick skin? That's what I assumed is that mole skin that it, it and it's even the color of a mole. Like it's that brown and it has that texture to it. It works really well. Um, so I type in, does a mole have thick skin? <laughs> and then it's all talking about moles like skin moles not actual creature moles oh like so the, the animal now it's mole. like my mole is crusty should i be concerned <laughs> <laughs> hey speaking of weird moles we went through a cancer scare with you and i haven't checked in how is your whole healing process because you had a whole bunch of like you yeah. had the angry mole removed from the back of your yes that was neck. cancerous yep and i just went in for my check and that was a few weeks ago well maybe that was a month ago it's been a little while anyway went in and found out that i had more that they were able to catch and so they just went ahead and like froze them off and i'll go back in two months to make sure that they're gone and they said that they caught them fast enough that um they wouldn't have to do the surgical procedure they did on this one. It hadn't like gone in rooted in yet. Right. So anyway, do you know that most skin cancer that occurs on people my age actually took place before the age of 18? No. Yeah. I oh, didn't know that like either. It, it, so this isn't like sun damage I've done to myself as an adult. This was sun damage done before I was 18. So I actually hmm. went to my parents after this and I was like, guys, hey, I what grew did up you do in California. Me? But we didn't spend a lot of time at pools and the beach. But I did grow up for a portion of my life in the desert area where the sun was really hot. Mm -hmm. And that's what my parents said. They're like, you had so much sun exposure as a kid that you didn't even realize just everyday sun exposure that was that dry heat um, that you didn't even realize. So it actually made more sense to them than it did to me versus someone like my husband who grew up in California, Florida, and Hawaii on the ocean his entire life um, didn't use sunscreen, and he had so much more just concentrated hours in the water, and here I am. They're like pulling all this stuff off me, but speaking of skin cancer and moles, um, (laughs) I was talking to a parent the other day, and I saw something funky on her nose, and I was like, would it be inappropriate because I'm going through this? I wanted to say, hey, so-and-so have you had that checked? Because it looks very similar to what they pulled off of me. And she's about my age. And I didn't say anything because I didn't know what the etiquette of that. I don't know. She is a student's parent. But I now think about those things. I never did until I went through this. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, ooh, I bet that if she went and had that I obviously it would be need to be removed. Did you say something? No, I didn't know if I should. I don't know what the etiquette is. Let's talk about that real quick, and then I want to go back to sunscreen. I want to talk about sunscreen here in a second. Um, I would rather have somebody tell me that I potentially have cancer and get offended by it, and then still be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell me, tell me I've got something in my teeth. Tell me that I've got toilet paper on my shoe. There's nothing embarrassing about that. It's not embarrassing. Like, why should you be embarrassed about? I don't want to cross a boundary or her to feel like I'm being critical. But it's all in the delivery, Shannon. If you go up to her and you're like, your nose is funky. (laughs) Right. It's ugly and disgusting and disturbing. (laughs) And you need to go get it checked out versus, hey, um, okay, so super awkward thing. Girl, you talked down a police officer from giving you a ticket. Uh, Not just any police officer, a Republic police officer, which they have the reputation of being kind of. You never get out of a ticket in Republic. In fact, you don't shy away from being direct. And you can do it in such a way that you can directly say, hey, here's why I was speeding. I'm not going to do it again. I'm asking for grace. Like just you were bold. You were direct. You didn't come across horrible. Otherwise, you would have gotten a ticket. So I think you can just apply that same kind of, I don't know, directness with just maybe just the honesty of, hey, 
Listen, I've gone through this recently in my life, so maybe but, I'm a little hyper paranoid. Focus but have on, you had that check? Focus on this. Had your friends and family members not told you about the ugly thing on the back of, you, of what you couldn't see, would you have gone and taken care of it? No. no. So that's true. I would. I would. And do now, it. because of that, I'm like, oh my gosh, when am I going to get released from the dermatologist? Mm-hmm. Every time I go back and think I'm free to go back to yearly checks, they find more. They're stuff. They're finding more stuff. Yeah. So I would do it. I would do it just because you would really hate to find yeah, out. Yeah. I literally sat there talking to her with my eyes zeroed in on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was awkward. Okay. She was probably oh, like, no. "Why is she staring at my nose?" And. <laughs> I was like, do I do it? Do I not? Do I do it? Oh my gosh, I think that needs to be removed. It just reminds me of that. What was that comedy? There's so many comedy bits where it's like, don't, like someone has a really funky mole on their face and then you end up calling a mole instead of their name because <laughs> you're so focused on it. Um. So here's a little bunny trail. Did you know that sunscreen expires? Yes. I didn't know this. Oh, you didn't? I have about seven canisters of various sunscreens. Some of it old, but I cannot mm. find an expiration date on it anywhere. So when you're talking about going out in the sun, I was just thinking about sunscreen and how I need to go back in. And I, I found this article. It's about how sunscreen it loses its potency. And mm-hmm. for sure, after three years, you probably don't need to be using it. Mm-hmm. And I, I am now a little bit frustrated with the sunscreen companies because they don't have anything on there as far as a purchase date. So I don't know when my most recent one, I guess I can go by how the labels look, like if it's really pristine crisp mm-hmm. i probably purchased it in the last few years but if it's like fading and crusty maybe well, it's time and one of the the way i figured out that it expires is i used expired sunscreen and i got a really bad burn and i was oh. like but i use sunscreen and someone said but did it expire but it doesn't have when did you buy there? it and i said oh i've had it for years <laughs> so now I will use mine, which we go through a lot of sunscreen because we belong to a pool, but I still always, because I buy it in bulk, I'll carry it over and I'll mm-hmm. use it for like two seasons and then throw it away. Other things that expire. Are you ready? I'm going to throw I'm some ready. away. Do it. Uh, tea bags. What? If you drink tea only when you're sick, the tea bags in your pantry may not be as potent as when they were fresh. Because they're herbs. They don't spoil, but the quality, especially over two years, will change. So mm. uh, you may want to put your tea in the freezer, your tea bags in the freezer, and it'll pre- preserve them for longer. That makes total sense. Sunglasses also expire. What? Don't bother searching for a tiny date printed on your shades because you won't find one, says this article that I found because I'm on the internet during today's show. Um, <laughs> in it shields your eyes from the sun, uh, blocking UV rays, but sun specs can become less effective at blocking those UV rays as time goes on. Essentially, like the material kind of deteriorates because you know, plastic deteriorates, which yeah. is why car seats also expire. I knew car seats expired. I was really curious about that one whenever I got a car seat because I'm like, this is this a scam? And I kind of feel like maybe it is. But then is I, it for safety ratings, though? Because that's my thing is when I've tried to donate them, they're like, but go look and see when they expire. And I'm like, they expire? What it is is that the plastic becomes less of able to absorb impact. So oh. as plastic deteriorates, this is what it was explained to me by the lady that I went to. Because we went and had our car basically looked over because you can take it to um, the health department. and they will come out with a checklist and they will check your car seat and make sure that it's installed correctly and that if you've got any questions and then you can actually yeah they'll sign off on it that you you actually went and had your car seat looked at correctly we were having trouble with ours when we first installed it when we had iris and so um it actually turned into this whole like recall thing for the company because the way that they built it wasn't good so wow yeah. Anyway, um, so I asked her and she explained to me the plastic deteriorates. So let's say that you were unfortunately in a car accident, that plastic is more brittle, essentially. And so it doesn't have the same ability to stand up to impact, which mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it also mm-hmm. is like, OK, can we just build them out of titanium and have one for the rest of our life? Because Yeah, the, exactly. But I mean, you can get them on, on sale and stuff. So anyway, um, other things that expire paint. This one made me happy because when we moved into our house, on the shelf in the garage is a whole row of paint that they use to paint the walls. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I guess I should keep that because then it matches. Turns out it does expire and maybe you should just repaint the house. <laughs> so um, unopened oil-based paint will stay good for 15 years, which is still a long shelf life. Wow. But if it's opened, it has um, ability to kind of... It'll expire. get nasty. I actually took expired paint a 
a couple years ago and it was like it gets real chunky and I took the chunks and like put it smeared it onto a paint stick so that I could take it to Lowe's and get them to color match it smart so that I could buy new paint because I wasn't ready to repaint yet but I wanted to do some touch up. I'm I'm at this point in my house ownership where I'm thinking about reselling the house at some point and I'm like dreading the to-do list of stuff that's going to need to be prepared before we can Yeah. I I really I wish I wasn't paying attention to that stuff. So instead, let's go back to this fun list of things that yeah, are expiring I, in your what home. else? <laughs> um sort of the same vein but a little bit different. These are items that you should replace in your home. Okay. That are often not replaced in the home. Mm. Sponges. The dish sponge. Oh, my gosh. Do you know the amount of bacteria that is housed on one of those? I remember reading an article and seeing pictures that I could never unsee. So I replace those frequently. You are supposed to boil or microwave your sponge at least once a week to help keep it clean between uses. Um, Or you can put it on the top uh, rack of your dish. I was going to say that's what I do is it goes in my dishwasher. Um, But every two to eight weeks at least. And if you're doing a lot of dishes by hand, even more frequently than that. I just wonder, like, why not just use a dish rag at that point? I mean, I guess Mm -hmm. the dish sponge is a little bit more convenient. I use a... um, one of those bristle brushes. Do you I, wash it still? I stick it yeah. in my dishwasher. It, yep. it actually goes through every cycle. When I'm done washing all the dishes, it goes in with the dishes and gets washed every day. Uh, spices are supposed to be replaced at least once a year. So check those. <laughs> <laughs> I just used, opened up a thing of ginger that I got when I got married <gasps> almost 24 years ago. And I was smelling it and contemplating. Like, I'm like, do you <laughs> think this is still good? <laughs> I usually look at the expiration and then if I turn it upside down and it's one big chunk, I know yeah, it's you know time. it's time to throw it away. Your makeup. Do you know makeup expires? No, I did not. Uh, your mascara. I think everyone that wears yes. mascara knows it's important to change that out. But powders and eyeshadow and foundation blush bronzer all expire. You, you definitely are supposed to throw those away. <laughs> so wow, something to consider. The toothbrush you're supposed to uh, replace every three months. I knew that just because of bacteria and germs. And like and obvious things are like water filters and things like those right. are super, super obvious. And like your medication and mm-hmm. you know, there's obvious ones that are on this list. Uh, your contact lens case one, though, that one surprised me. I keep all my expired medicine. Why? I have a big for the apocalypse. What oh. if what if something ever there was some crazy world disaster? I know that medications is something that we send over to third world countries and is used um, generally several years after its expiration date. So there's just things that I don't hold on to a lot of things in my house. Mm-hmm. But I do have a bin that I keep expired medications. I did not know this about you. I know. So just, just in, case. in case there was ever so pain relievers, antibiotics, ointments, astringents, you name it. I've got one little bucket that is just and it's labeled expired medications just in case there was <laughs> ever to be like have you ever seen and the need. walking dead nope i and don't they, watch that show okay well i don't either i did years ago though and they go in there searching because like the world's been taken over by zombies and they need a medication <laughs> i'm totally dead serious i love this about you i'm gonna come to your house you know after some sort of volcano erupts somewhere i'm gonna be like <laughs> i need prenatal vitamins so bad. and i'm gonna be like what kind you need what you got <laughs> the one that i was really disappointed by is the pillows. What? You're supposed to replace your pillow and not keep them every two years. What? I know. I, my pillow is my favorite pillow and I've had I it know. for more years than I can even remember. So the one that I use is, you know, you have your own pillow. Yeah. It has, and, and I made a mistake with my pillow. It reminds me of a story. Um, I washed it recently because I don't normally I mean, I know it's kind of gross, but I don't wash my pillows as often as I should. I mean, I think you're supposed to wash them every couple months. I have memory foam ones, so I've never washed them. I keep pillowcases on so them. So yours smells just like your drool and <laughs> sweat and, you know, skin, right? It, it just smells just... It, well, I never thought about it that way. But that's what it is, right? Like, right? it just collects all Ew. that stuff. They, that's they what even Sean said to me. We need to get new pillows. Our pillows are nasty. And I'm like, I'm not giving my pillow up. It's... It, it's formed to you though that's the hard thing about pillows it's like it's your pillow i travel with mine like i take it with me yeah so you have to go through this process of finding a replacement not throwing yours away until you have the replacement but i read something that might be kind of gross and i don't i can probably try to find it if you want me to but there was something i read might not be true can't do a fact check unless we want to take a hot minute that if you use memory foam or foam type stuff 
that because of it, it absorbs, you know, your oils and just secretions and all this stuff from as you sleep, that it actually gets heavier over time. <laughs> like, <laughs> Are you serious? I read that, but I. Okay, Sean, I, you're <laughs> right. We need to go replace our pillows. This is disgusting. I never even stopped and thought about this. Ew. I know. It's kind of gross. Well, I washed my pillow, right? Which mine is a down pillow. And when it came out of the washer and dryer, it was about eight times larger than it was before because it's because it's um, feathers. It was super flat after all these years of it just breaking down or whatever. And so then when I washed it, I guess it fluffed all the feathers back up. Okay. And I was so upset. I was like, this isn't my pillow anymore. And I spent about two minutes just beating the tar out of it to make it <laughs> to flat make it again. Smushed. And it didn't smell like me anymore. And so, but this morning, this, this morning, as I was waking up, you know, first thing in the morning thoughts, always weird, especially after a strange dream. Right. But for me, the first thought that I had this morning was, think about a feather, a feather that has been stuck inside of a case for probably 10 years just being moved around and shuffled around. Do I believe that that feather is still intact in any way? It's probably just tiny chunks that have all been torn apart. Mm -hmm. So this isn't really a feather pillow anymore. It's just contained feather matter that's just got to, like it can't be, it's not great. (laughs) I should just replace this stupid pillow. Uh, I don't know how you sleep on down. We got, when we got married, someone gave us a gift of down pillows king size ones very expensive gift and anyone who's purchased down pillows knows how expensive they are and sean and i i gave them to my mom my mom loves down pillows sean and i can't sleep on them we love memory foam pillows you do i don't like but now i'm kind of thinking about how heavy is my pillow and gosh (laughs) as i'm premenopausal and i have these times (laughs) where i have these really bad hot flashes in the middle of the night my secretions are in my pillow. Like, these are the things I'm sitting here. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. I apologize. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. I, we'll look it up later on because it, you know, it might not be true. So but. can we just take a minute to see that we started with Annie's gummies? Oh, yeah, we started and with we gummies. And we ended with pillow secretion. Yes. <laughs> so the whole point of the show today, and we hope that you've enjoyed it. Um, has been diving deeply into the minds of Shannon and Danae. Uh, <laughs> they may have just re reevaluated if they're going to keep subscribing. Here's a little um, history on the show, something that if you've made it to the end of the show, you might find this interesting. Um, when we first decided, Shannon and I first decided to, to officially do a podcast mm-hmm. together and, and make the time, we came into the studio and we would record similar to very this. similar to this and we released that audio on soundcloud and then we asked our friends on that private facebook group which is now a group that you can join to go and listen and give feedback mm-hmm. um, one of the first things of feedback is the show needs to have a point which you know <laughs> we agree with which is how we started the format you know like yes we know it needs to help us find it <laughs> we're asking for assistance um, but you can actually go and listen to some of those recordings still they're still on soundcloud uh, if you join the group, just you can scroll back and and mm-hmm. easily find them there. Or you can search <laughs> you for need them. to find a point. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. And we've done a really good job of finding a point yeah, every yeah. episode. But it was fun to do this again. It it really is. And maybe this is something we can just kind of do every once in a while. Yeah. Um, this is going to give us conversation to talk about for the rest of the day, Shannon. Yes, it is. That we're supposed to be getting rid of, supposed to be replacing that we probably do not replace. Gosh, I'm surprised smoke detectors weren't on there. It is. Oh, yep. it is. Okay. Yeah, smoke detector. Uh, washers and dryers every 12 years there's all kinds of stuff um one of the ones that i really liked too is in your home office you're supposed to replace your password let that be a reminder to some of us in this room <laughs> you know what your password i, I know you. you're not talking to me <laughs> <laughs> i love that my password is always something that danae can say shannon is it still? And she'll get. She knows my password. She could get into anything in my life right now. It's not true. Sean's because his are all different and ironclad. <laughs> but mine. Oh, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You just have to start somewhere. Anyway, we hope that you've enjoyed the show. We hope you've had a good time with us. Um, as always, we crave your feedback. Yes. Before you head off for the day to enjoy the rest of your day, just a couple quick things. Um, I keep forgetting to mention this at the end of the show, but this 
podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So if you're looking for other shows that you might enjoy, um, not necessarily the same format as what Shannon and I do, just search for the word Studio DNA, all one word, and you'll see other shows on our network that you might enjoy. There's movie reviews, there's interviews, there's just kind of fun stuff that you mm-hmm. might enjoy. So go check that out. We also wanted to thank Sean Yarnell. Once again, it's been a while since we thank him for doing our logo and for you, the fans, for reviewing us on iTunes. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate that you've taken the time to go to iTunes and leave those reviews because that's how Shannon and I's podcast is noticed by other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and word of the mouth. Word of the mouth. <laughs> word of the mouth. <laughs> I thought I said mouse. Word of the mouse. Oh, squeak, squeak. I thought you said word of the mouths. <laughs> word of all of the mouths. Uh, so thank you for going and sharing that with your friends too, especially if there's an episode that you really think resonates with them. Mm-hmm. This is certainly a show uh, style. If you wanted to share this episode, that just shows more of Shannon and I's personalities yeah. and just how it is to sit in the room with us, which we hope you enjoy to do. Yeah, you just basically got a window into just a phone <laughs> conversation yeah. that we can literally just do and and just go on and well. Oh, but did you know about this? But let's think about it this way. And we laugh. And this is just part of our friendship. Part of the friendship and part of the show. So yeah. uh, thanks again for listening to Picture Imperfect today. Um, you can go onto our website, pictureimperfect.show, not .com, dot .show. That's pictureimperfect.show. And you can read show notes and see more ways to connect with Shannon and I. Our phone number if you want to text us or leave a comment our link to Facebook group if you want to find mm-hmm. us there. And of course, our email is all listed at the website. Anything else you can think of before we head off? No, today? I just, I I would really love to hear your feedback on this. It's been a long time <laughs> been- since we've done a show like this. And especially for the original listeners that were that in that original group who've been with us from the beginning that we started the show this way and then you helped us develop our show, develop our points and topics and and now to go back and do this, did we do this one more efficiently than we did the first ones? I'm just curious. But how do you tell if it's just random conversation? Wait, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. So we'll see you guys next week for the mini-sode. If you send in any comments on any of the shows, we read them on our mini-sode. So we're going to be excited to connect with you again next week. But until then, have a beautifully and perfect day. Bye, friends. Bye.